welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to have one of our favorite Hallmark writers with us today. We have Nina Wyman here for her seventh interview. She was our first interview. Now she's uh, one of only two to have seven. So you and Paul are going to fight it out. <laughs> Listen, we're very close, so it's fine. Yeah, I'll fight yeah. him to the We'll get one of those rings, like two men <laughs> enter, one man leaves, and whoever whoever survives gets to be the eighth. <laughs> I mean, technically you have done two of our watch alongs. So if we add that in, then you are, cause he's only done one of the watch alongs. So if we get that pie wars and what was the other one? Yeah, you did. Destination um, wedding. Do we do destination? Yes, wedding? Destination yeah. wedding. Yeah. Those yeah. two. Yeah. And we'll have to have you on for one of your Christmas movies. One of these days. Uh, cause that would be fun. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, if people don't know, our watch longs is where we have a talent like Nina and we, uh, for our patrons as a perk, uh, you get to hear all the best behind the scenes details and we get to watch the movie together. So all that information will be in the description. Check it out. It's really fun to be a patron, but we appreciate all of your support of the podcast. And it's kind of crazy because I just feel like we have so much contact that we haven't actually done an interview with you since September, 2020. Oh, we did. So we did do a COVID interview, like yeah. after COVID hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've just, had so many movies since then, <laughs> September, 2020, I think last year, 2020 only had one movie air, which was never kiss mm-hmm. a man in a Christmas sweater. And then this year I have six. Yeah. It's been busy. It's Very crazy. Busy. No, five. Yeah. five if, if, at first I was thinking, what are we going to talk about? And then I'm looking over the IMDb and I'm like, oh, we got tons to talk about. <laughs> what are you going to talk about? She's so boring. No, (laughs) but how have you been? How has your 2021 been? Uh, What has this whole crazy experience been like for you? I mean, it's, it's funny because it's, I know that was really hard for a lot of people. There were a lot of industry shut down and for me, it was actually, I've never been busier. It was really crazy because once everything shut down production wise, development just ramped back up. So I, um, I had three movies air in the first quarter of the year, and then I have two coming up this Christmas. So, I mean, it, it was, I was a little bit of a crazy person actually, because for a while my kids were home and doing school from my dining room table and I'm writing a thousand movies. It was, I was just literally like, this was my life. <laughs> Yeah, I can relate to that. To crazy, I'm not complaining. Turning into turning into crazy hermit lady. I mean, I already was a hermit lady to a certain extent, and then like yeah. 2020 just amplified that. <laughs> I get but, it. We were, you know, now finally my kids are getting vaccinated next week, so we're like, uh-huh. oh my god! But yeah. hopefully, some semblance of normal will finally get to go back east for Christmas this year, which we hadn't been able to do, and. Um, I just didn't want to put them on a plane until I knew yeah. it was safe. And also, I don't want to bring anything there. I don't want to bring, get COVID mm-hmm. on a plane and bring it to that. But uh, I feel like we're sort of starting to come out the other side now, I hope. Yeah. Um, now that the kids are going to be able to be vaccinated. Yeah, I've been able to travel a lot. It's easier for me just being single. There's less kind of risk and everything like that. Uh, yeah, but, uh, that has been a great kind of blessing. And I, I mean, I, I almost think, did I overdo it? Did I travel too much? But it was just like, after being, is that, that kind of thing where it's like, 
you haven't been able to do it. And so it's like, you got to make up for lost time kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did so, driving trips. We did a yeah. trip to San Diego for a nice. long weekend. We went to Palm Springs and met my family lives in Arizona. So we all met in Palm Springs and rented a big house. And before the vaccine, we just all got tested. And then we got together so that my parents at least could see their grandkids because they hadn't yeah. seen their grandkids in months. And so we were able to do that. And my dad turned to 80. So we were able to all get together for his 80th birthday and, mm-hmm. and celebrate. I think we all needed that connection and that it had yeah. just been, I think the roughest part of, of the whole experience was just missing that time with family and oh, friends. Yeah. And yeah, that was hard. That was hard, mm-hmm. but that at least, you know, is under control now that we're able yeah. to see them again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm not, I can't complain. It's yeah. you know, I've been on the other side of that fence where there's no work. And I certainly appreciate too much work a lot more than the alternative, but right. it, it gets a little bit crazy and you have to figure out how to manage your time when we're all together 24 seven. You feel like the quarantine slash pandemic experience kind of changed your writing in any kind of meaningful way? I think that in a lot of ways, because I really overdid it and kind of took on too much. Mm -hmm. I think the one thing that it did do was um, I realized that I don't have to say yes to everything Mm. and that I... I'm being a little choosier of what I take on in that I want things that really excite me because if I'm taking something on and it doesn't move the needle for me, then I don't feel like I'm giving it my best self. I want it to be something that feels fresh and exciting. And that's the good thing. You know, I just met with uh, a couple of people recently from Hallmark and they really want fresh and different and new and exciting going forward because they have a new head of programming now Mm -hmm. and she's come in and set the new mandate and I'm excited and encouraged about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so last year, never kissed a man in a Christmas sweater Mm -hmm. that was kind of different. I think from uh, other, you know, Hallmark Christmas movies, the fact that she was divorced, yeah, from, uh, a mother. Uh, the the whole premise was kind of bonkers and weird, like not weird, but but kind of crazy. A stranger <laughs> into yeah. your house. It had to be a guest house. I mean, he can't be staying in her actual house. Right. That, that's not well, safe. and he gets knocked unconscious <laughs> with Curry and everything. That was funny. Um, how did you feel about how that turned out? That movie. Oh, I, I think that, well, first of all, that was my fourth movie with Niall Mater. We've done four movies together now. Nice. And I just was joking with him that I basically just like write everything, assuming he's going to be in it. And then I'll find <laughs> out later if that's true. But um, he's a delight. And Ashley Williams, I had never worked with her before. And what a treat. I mean, she is just, that was my first movie post-COVID. So there were a lot of protocols in place. Obviously I couldn't go up there. I couldn't be, you know, involved in, in on set, but she would call me, text me funny pictures. And she's just, she is lovely. And if you get lucky enough to have Ashley Williams 
say your words, that is just such a win. That was, she's a delight. I couldn't have been more thrilled. Yeah. She, uh, we interviewed her before the movie and she was hilarious. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed her. Yeah. I loved so her. I, I would yeah. love to work with her again. She's, mm-hmm. she's a doll and she's just so good. And yeah. she's one of those actresses that because she's always got this smile, when you watch her, you find yourself just kind of like a dodo, just sitting there, like, you know, I have this big smile <laughs> on my face watching dailies and uh, it's just really, she's, yeah. she's really, really fun to watch and yeah. to work with. I what was really think about, what do you think about this whole two-parter that they're doing the, the um, sister swap? I wanted to see how they yeah. executed that. And that was written by Zach Hogg, who I adore. And, um, so I always want to support, you know, my Hallmark writer friends too, and support mm-hmm. their movies, but I'm really excited to see how they executed that. Yeah. Would that be something that you think would be fun to do, to do like a yeah. two-part? Yeah. yeah anything that is different and turns the formula on its ear a little bit, mm-hmm. that is exciting to me. I yeah. just picked up, I just got, um, a, a rewrite that Hallmark brought to me and, and the executive that called me, Aisha Francis, she's like, just, I'm not going to tell you anything, just read the script and then call me. And I was reading it and I gasped. Cause I was like, oh, and then I texted her. I said, I did not see that coming. And I was like, I'm in like from that. It was, it's very different. Um, and, and just the vibe of it and everything I was like, and it's these new, very new writers. They've never written really anything before. And it's one of those things where you go, they've got the goods. They just don't have the experience to mm-hmm. really execute it quite yet for, yeah. For somebody with such a specific criteria that they want you to meet. So they brought me on to rewrite it. And I was like, oh, this I'm excited about. Like Mm. this one, Mm -hmm. it really, it moved the needle for me. Yeah. I just rewrote a Netflix movie that is, um, I have, I just got some notes. So I have to address those notes, but this is, it's a black princess movie. Oh, and it was really fun to write. They brought me that and uh, the producers brought me that. And that was a really fun one. So hopefully Netflix will be happy with what I've done and pick that one up. But it's not Christmas. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. Definitely. Yeah, it, it, I've, I've seen some definite changes already this year and, and in the Christmas movies. Uh, so far, I feel like they've been very strong. Uh, yeah. This, we've only had two weeks. But uh, I I've watched all of them and like none of some of them are stronger than others, but I'd rewatch all of them. Like, I don't think any of them are terrible. I have not seen even like my good friends movies yet because my house is under construction (laughs) and literally just got my TV hooked back up today. So it recorded, Mm -hmm. but I haven't. Mm -hmm. It's recorded them, but I on the encore performances, but I haven't had a chance to watch yet. I'm going to. And then mine airs this weekend. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely talk about that. I'm very excited one, for it. Yeah. And, but the Christmas Promise, that writing was so good. Which one is and that? The Christmas Promise is who's in that one? It's uh, it's got uh, Tori Devito. Okay, and, um, yeah, that was an HMF, yeah. right? Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, I have yeah. that. One. I have them all on my DVR because mm-hmm. I like yeah. to. I'll definitely be curious what you think because I was I thought the writing was excellent in it. Uh, but um, uh, so you had. Uh, playing Cupid, one of my favorites of the year. 
Oh, I really enjoyed it. Right. And I got to interview David Weaver, the director. Yes, he's lovely. Yeah, I did two two with him now. Yeah, he was was one my favorite director interviews. It was was really fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I liked this one because I just felt like they had a good chemistry, good banter. You did a good job with that. And I was curious about the whole uh, lip syncing scene, the where they're singing to the uh, you know mountain. Uh, was was that the song that you hoped would that get was the picked? song I put in the original draft? And every okay. single notes meeting, I waited for them to say, "We can't have that song. We can't have that song. We can't have that song." And then we're <laughs> in prep, and the song's still in there. And I'm doing what's called the um, we get what's called a clearance report right before you go into production, and that is um names like if a name doesn't clear like let's say my character's name is Rachel Wagner and the in Seattle there has to be I think it's either zero Rachel Wagner's in Seattle or more than three in order for the name to clear so you know you go through this whole clearance reporter you go oh it's you know called Wonderland magazine and they go oh there's a Wonderland magazine already exists or like breakup boot camp we couldn't call the movie breakup boot camp because there's some lady in New Jersey who has a breakup boot camp and she trademarked it so that's why it had to be called um don't go breaking my heart at the end of the day we had to change that so anyway we get this clearance report And I go through the clearance report and I change, you know, all right, this name is not clear. So I have to change it from Brian to Brandon. Brandon is clear, whatever. So I'm going through and it says, you know, please make sure that the music, uh, you clear the song, clear the song. So I'm going, nobody told me to take it out as I'm addressing this clearance report. (laughs) And then uh, Alex Koskis, the producer goes, we got the song. I was like, I can't believe this. Yeah, it was just such a perfect scene and they had so much fun doing it. And even just watching the dailies, I was like, yay. And I texted them and I was like, I texted Nick and I was like, that was perfection. He said, even with the freakishly giant produce, I said, perfection. (laughs) So I I was, I was all prepared to like, what's the song going to be in the back of my mind when they tell me I can't have this song. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's such a a rom-com staple sort of the the lip-syncing you know music yeah musical number kind of a thing uh whether it's in uh, stepmom where they do so that same song in oh, stepmom. Did they? Mm-hmm. they did that in stepmom mm-hmm. yeah and uh or like uh in um best friend's wedding yes you know, where they, they wedding. say a little prayer for you yeah. Uh, there's just a bunch. And uh, I, I thought that was really fun. I thought they had really nice chemistry. I had never seen uh, the lead man before in anything. So that was fun to get to introduce to a new, uh, yeah, new actor. Like they had just killed him off of the good doctor. And that was when people learned he was going to be in this movie. I mean, I guess that was like super emotional for a lot of people that they killed him off that show. Cause he mm. was like a favorite and, um, then they, then when he was in this, everybody was like, oh, he's back. He's back on something good. Cause he's really, really popular and lovely, lovely man. Yeah. He was good. And I liked Laura I, a lot and they had good chemistry delightful too. Yeah. I liked the little girl. She was, so and that was cute. her first role ever. Oh, really? 
Mia Corrado is her name. And that was her first role ever. And she was so excited. And she was just a natural. She's just going to get better and better as she keeps going. She's still, she's a delight too. And that one was based on a book, right? Yeah, but it was a scholastic book. So they did a deal with Scholastic to do like three or four different um, books. One of them was that called You're Baking Me Crazy. Mm-hmm. And these books all had like the book in the book, um, Mia's character was the lead in the book playing Cupid. The kid right. is the lead. And then the parents are secondary. So they did a deal with Scholastic to um, make this have sort of like a dual entry with the kids and the parents being supporting being you're holding equal weight but um so that kids would be interested in this movie too because it's got that element to it and it follows these teenagers and then or i think she's actually preteen but um then you have also the love story so we we refocused it to make it a little more her story and in the book her name's karen and I was like, Karen's are getting a bad rap lately. So we're going to change her <laughs> name to Carrie. <laughs> but we, we had to switch it around to make the adults the main character instead of the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it worked. It worked really well. But we still mm-hmm. wanted her, the, the daughter, to play a really big part. Yeah. I don't think that they should have billed it as the Jane Austen's Emma. That was not, I mean, it, or the book is billed as that, but yeah. it was a little, maybe a little bit of an overshoot. We didn't yeah. quite. <laughs> I, I was just like, that's the one part of it. I was like, pretend not. Cause it's still one of my favorites. Of the year. I really enjoyed it, but it really yeah. is not Emma at all. Yeah, I mean, aside from having a matchmaker, that's the only similarity. Right. Yeah. Right. And that, that's what, that's how the book was billed. So I think they just, yeah. They have this pre-sold title because Scholastic books are so popular. But um, you know, well, I tell you, my opinion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one I think that you ought to check out uh, a series that I think would ma- make for a great similar deal uh, is uh, the uh, the Comic Con series by Ashley Poston. They're really fun. First one is called Geekerella, and it's she takes on these like kind of fairy tale premises in the world of a comic-con and so like instead of it being a prince it's like a movie star right and and so she has one called uh, bookish and the beast she has one called geekerella she has they're really really fun what is it called i want to write this down well you know you can text me later yeah i will um, but, uh, but I think it would make, they would make really fun Hallmark movies. Yeah. Uh, the, um, or Disney channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Geekerella, the princess and the fangirl bookish and the beast. Mm-hmm. She just writes really fun novels. And like I said, they're all, <clears throat> they're all kind of set in the world of this like comic-con type yeah. type thing where, yeah, the star, the, the princes are like movie stars, basically at, at comic love that. That's it's really fair. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should check it out. And ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. 
Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. I really, I, I really did enjoy playing Cupid and, uh, and then don't go breaking my heart. The only thing about that movie is you said they changed the title, but then they didn't use the song. I know I was, and that I guess was a really expensive song because I yeah. was like, oh, please, please use a song. <laughs> Cause you're just kind of waiting the whole time, like waiting for the song and it's not there. Like, why not just give it a different name? Because that's distracting. If they don't use the song. I know I was disappointed because when I, when they brought that to me, the producers had already sold it just on concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and it literally was a paragraph that a guy joins this, um, <clears throat> a guy joins this group, yeah. you know, the, the, um, and then they brought it to me and I came up with the full story and I love the title. I mean, they sold it on the title for sure. Break a bootcamp. That's, yeah. that's why they wanted to do it. And then when it didn't clear and they offered this woman money, they were uh-huh. like, and I don't know what her boot camp is. I never looked it up as I was writing it, but it was like, this is nothing like I created this boot camp from scratch. Like mm-hmm. this was not something that I think exists in the world. I don't know what hers is, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's definitely, it was definitely a little, like a little bit kind of darker than, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but it just, it had like more loss and more kind of pain that they were dealing with than you might typically see mm-hmm. in these movies. And I thought it was, I thought it did it well. And it felt like a real grown up romance to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a fun one. That was a fun one to write. It was a hard nut to crack because at first we mm-hmm. were a little too like, it's a little too much like therapy. So what is this boot camp? And then we really stopped to figure out like, what is this boot camp? And then I was thinking, okay, let's do like, theme weeks and let's have every week have an activity to go with the theme and then it sort of clicked into place but at first it was like talky to talky Mm. to talk therapy so we got through and then figured out okay this is what it needs to be we want it to be active and interesting and and um yeah visual thing that was pretty intense when she has to sort of approve the new relationship with her ex, like that her ex has, and they have that whole dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was, that was good. It was well done. Thank I you. like Italia Ricci. She's so good. Yeah. She's really good. She's mm-hmm. really um, like present, emotionally yeah. present. I really enjoyed watching her. Mm-hmm. Her dailies mm-hmm. and stuff. I was like, she's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. So we have coming up Mrs. Miracle Christmas. And so movies and mysteries. Yes. So obviously this is an iconic kind of franchise for Hallmark, Doris Roberts, the Mrs. Miracle, Debbie May Comber. Um, And so do you know kind of what was the catalyst for the idea of rebooting this? So they had, um, they had the rights to the new book 
and they wanted to do it. So they brought the book to me and asked if I wanted to adapt it. And I read the book and I said, yes, I would love to do this because again, this is another one that it's different. It's not a rom-com. It's not, there's no meet cute. It's, this is a couple, they're already married from the very beginning and they're helping out with their grandmother and they hire a caregiver for the grandmother. And, um, I loved that about it, that it was just a sort of different way to tell. We do tell their love story throughout because there are certain struggles that they're going through. It's, it's got some real issues and some real weight to it that, you know, in the past Hallmark was very much, everything had to be just kind of like right here, like no high highs, no low lows. Let's just keep it like, we're, we're upset, but we're going to be fine. And they really let me like dig in here. And I loved that because emotionally these people are dealing with a lot. And, um, and here comes this, is she an angel? Is she not an angel? I don't know, (laughs) but she comes in and helps them to deal with all of the losses, different various losses that they're experiencing. And then I wanted to get, so one of the things that, that they said is we want this to be a reboot. This is not a sequel because Doris Roberts is an icon and you can't just plug in new Mrs. Miracle here and replace Doris Roberts. It just, she, she is that Mrs. Miracle. So what we wanted to do was this is sort of a different Mrs. Miracle. This is a new Mrs. Miracle. She's a little younger. She's a little brighter and cheerier. And Caroline Ray is fantastic. Um, And incidentally, Caroline told me that Doris Roberts was her dear friend. And she is so honored that she gets to carry the mantle for her. Um, And there were just like a lot of little like angelic things that would happen, you know, during filming and just sort of synergy moments and things that just that we all were just kind of like, oh, this, this one is special. There's something special around this movie. So we made her Gloria Merkel. So she's a different Mrs. Miracle. I gave her a little bit of a backstory that um, I didn't want to go back and watch the original Mrs. Miracle, because this is a different Mrs. Miracle. This is a reboot. And I don't, I didn't want us to be living in the shadow of Doris Roberts. So we had to make this a new character, Mm -hmm. a new Mrs. Miracle. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. If you had kind of used the book more for inspiration or used the original films more. It follows the book uh, Debbie Maycomer's book very closely, Mm. um, except for the book is very obvious. Like she's a, she is an angel and in heaven, this is what it looks like. And yes, I know your dead brother and all this stuff that we really wanted to take a step back from that and make it a little more, wait a minute, is she? (laughs) No, that's crazy. You know, like a little Mm -hmm. more like that, Mm -hmm. where all these magic things happen. And to me, when I read the book, I was like, she's Mary Poppins. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to make her a little more Mary Poppins-ish. Yeah, I can see Uh, that. And she, and Caroline is amazing. And I have to say Steve Lund and Caitlin Doubleday are like, 
the emotions that these two, it is so there are scenes that I just watched the dailies and I was like, I know what happens. I know that I was there when they filmed this scene and I'm crying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's so I mean, many yeah. moments like that where I'm just like, wow, these two are. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be really good. I love Steve Lund. He is so dreamy. In my opinion. <laughs> he is a delight. He's a yes. really sweet guy and a really great actor. Mm-hmm. I got to go up for this yeah. one. So I got to oh, go on cool. set and that was so nice. And our director, Ruby Monroe, this was her first movie that she's ever directed. Oh, and wow. she is the real deal. She's amazing. And you're going to see her name a lot. Mm-hmm. I absolutely That's love cool. her. And then Terry Ingram, who's directed 406,000 Hallmark things, um, was our producer. So he was our onset producer. And he, and because it's Ruby's first project, Ruby, he like kind of shadowed her. Mm-hmm. But he didn't even really need to. She was like, I got this. <laughs> it was awesome. That's a very, great. a very positive, beautiful set. Mm-hmm. Did you get like kind of a, a bit emotional being back on set after so long? I, I didn't get emotional. I was just so happy. It was just mm-hmm. like old times, except we were all wearing masks. Right. <laughs> and this was this crew we shot on Vancouver Island. So this crew, a lot of them were my same, like my friends that I know from Last Bridesmaid, from Love at First Dance, like the same DP, same first AD, like a lot of the same people. And that's really fun to see these people again. Mm-hmm. Do you know uh, how they ended up with Caroline Ray as the choice? Because like you said, she's younger than Doris Roberts. She is uh, and I know you aren't involved in the casting, but did you kind of know how they ended up with her? Uh, you know, what? I'm never privy to that stuff. I can always offer them suggestions that I don't know that they even read my emails when I go <laughs> all, all over the years, not for this one, because they had a lot of ideas and they were like, I knew that they were going to go younger but I didn't know what their list was. That's Penny Perry, who is the head of casting at Hallmark and she's amazing and she's plugged in and, and she made Caroline happen. And she, to me is such a perfect choice because she is kind of like a young Doris Roberts, but she's really a lot Doris Roberts can be a little cantankerous in her delivery. Sometimes she's a little more gruff and Caroline is just really like just light and love and beauty in every line. And, Mm -hmm. but to me, she just feels like when they called and they said, we have our Mrs. Miracle. um, And they told me it was Caroline. I was like, of course, like that makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean, especially because I feel like she's already kind of tied to a sort of magic fantasy kind of characters and series and And everything. Very much like that in real life. She's Mm -hmm. very, she's very spiritual. She's very much into astrology and, and energy and that whole thing. So she just, there wasn't a better choice. She's just so perfect for it. Well, I'm definitely excited about it. I'm really, really proud of it. It turned out so beautifully. I'm excited to see what people think. I think there are going to be those people out there who are like, I like Doris better. I mean, I think that, that there's, 
we wanted to make it so that there's there's no comparison. They're two different characters. I don't know if people will what they'll be expecting, but I'm proud of it and I think it's a really beautiful movie. I mean, I feel like it's been over a decade since we had the last Mrs. Miracle. So yeah. I I feel like it's not like they're rushing into to a reboot yeah. here. I I and then like 2010 was such a different era for Hallmark. I mean, it's practically a different network at this point sure. compared to compared to then. Countdown to Christmas hadn't even begun to get really started at that yeah. point. So I, I I don't know. I feel like see, I I'm so proud of it, and I hope people can view it sort of as a standalone instead yeah. of a continuation of those because it's not. It's, mm-hmm. it is its own movie and, and yeah. we intend to make more. We would like to, mm-hmm. I, I hope Hallmark lets us. Um, yeah. It could be the new Christmas and evergreen. I, I want to keep doing it. And there's like mm-hmm. one little element of that, you know, I don't want to say too much about it, but one little element of this movie where it has to do with the car, Mrs. Miracle drives. Oh, and I decided that in every subsequent movie, the car that she drives is going to directly tie into whoever it is she's trying to help. And you'll see what that means. Oh, that's cute. But like things like that, that I want to, I want to continue as I continue the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. Still, do you sometimes struggle to come up with new ways to do Christmas as you're writing these movies? I mean, always. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the uh, watching the Christmas promise the other day they had a um, girls spa night Christmas themed with like eggnog facial peels and stuff that's so cute like, that's such a creative idea how is I this love that and I, I actually <laughs> want to do that I don't yeah. write it I want to experience it yeah. <laughs> they had like cranberry facials and stuff I'm like that is very creative <laughs> I agree girls girls night that girls would be night. fun girls night eggnog <laughs> yeah uh, so you have another one, Christmas in Tahoe coming out. And I think, is that a rewrite? So no, well, I oh, didn't okay. write the last draft. So I've been on this project for two years. There was a lot of like rights things. It took a long time for this deal to close. So for two years, I have been coming up with the story and we were waiting and then COVID hit. And then when they were ready, I couldn't start. So I wrote the first two drafts. And then when it came about time to greenlight the movie, that was the exact same time that Mrs. Miracle was getting greenlit and I couldn't do it all at once. So there are some other writers that wrote the production draft of this one. Mm. Because I noticed it had a lot of writers on the IMDb. 
Yeah, there's three. There's this mm-hmm. couple that wrote the production draft. And then I wrote the first drafts and the story. I came up with the story and I wrote the mm-hmm. first drafts, but I couldn't do it all at once. Mm-hmm. And it that was one of the things where it was like, I just had to learn how to say no because mm-hmm. everything happened all at once over the last year and a half. And right. so these writers did, I watched the cut the other day and it's really lovely. And Pat Monahan is a great actor and um, he's, it's delightful. And it's like a country music kind of themed movie. Is yeah. that right? Oh, okay. no, it's not country music. They're a rock band. It's, it's oh, a rock man. band. And uh, Laura Osnes character used to manage them. And then they dumped her for a, um, for a big shot manager. And she stayed at her family's Lake Tahoe resort as a talent booker. And then her act for Christmas falls out and she needs their help to because they're big stars now they went mm-hmm. off and big stars and pat monahan is uh the manager of the hotel so he's like her okay. confidant and her uncle he's like an uncle to her so he he sings in the movie but he does not um he's not part of the band the original band that she used to manage it's really cute. Okay. It's, no, it's super yeah. cute. She's lovely. Kyle Selig is adorable. Um, he's a Broadway guy. So you know how I feel about my Broadway people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes. I'm like all the Broadway all the time. Um, it turned out super cute. Is Pat Monahan, is he the, the co-lead? He's probably number three. I would say number oh, okay. three on the call sheet. When then Kyle Selig is who's the the, the romantic love okay okay yeah he's not pat's not the romantic love interest he's her confidant and okay i got it who works at the hotel who's like an uncle to her Mm -hmm. so it's not a romantic thing yeah and it has rebecca staub who i love i know i love her so much (laughs) she um she texted me like right after she's like i'm playing dorothy who's named after my sister's mother-in-law i was like oh there's no one better (laughs) yeah one of my favorite interviews i've ever done was with her it was she was such a good storyteller like a because some people and bless their hearts for even coming on the podcast but you have to kind of pull a little bit more to get the story out of them you know and uh, and but then other people you just you just ask a question and then they go and she she was one of those people she had so many great stories of such a lovely person yeah amazing and so I've done a couple with her now too and she's been over here we had a screening party here and she's been she's a delight I adore her yeah I really I loved her too and George Lopez that's fun yeah which I didn't even know because I was on Mrs. Miracle while this was all happening. I didn't even know about George Lopez. I didn't know what was going on. I had just like, I had to let that movie go Mm. and let them do it. And I focused on Mrs. Miracle. And then I found out about that when I was watching the cut, I was like, (laughs) he's fun in it. It's really fun. He plays this, you know, kind of like security guard who's got eyes on everybody. It's so nice. Yeah. 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 Welcome to Hallmark. That's very yeah. And I wasn't sure at first. I was like, okay, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he's a good name. And I have to say for the most part, I've really enjoyed Laura Osnes's movies for Hallmark that she's done. Even this last one, I did not think that raise a glass to love looked very good. Uh, 
from the trailers and the yeah. insane poster, but, <laughs> but I, uh, but I ended up really liking it. I thought it was, re- I thought it was good. And so that, uh, definitely, uh, I think I gave, I think I gave this one an orange in our preview that we did, <laughs> which is the second level of excitement. <laughs> so, like going back to, you know, cause again, I'm such a Broadway nerd, uh, going back to that reality show she was on, which was the right. Yeah. And then I saw it on Broadway when it was like in previews, I saw it and um, she's just such a find, you know, Mm -hmm. to find her from this reality show and put her on Broadway. She's just a very rare talent. When she was in Julie's movie last year uh, in the um, the Royal uh, Holiday. Holiday, And that was so good. Who again, Broadway. Yeah. (laughs) Give me Broadway. (laughs) I hope you get to do a Broadway trip, uh, maybe in 2022. I got to go out uh, this last uh, October. That was so fun. No, I really, (laughs) I really want to. um, I really want to go actually at Christmas when we go back East. I really want to go try New York and see. My kids want to see the six, see six. Oh yeah. So I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we can do it. We'll see. We haven't been back East in two years. So we have a lot of people we need to see. Yeah. I really want to get back there to see the um, new music man when it, when it. uh, Oh, Sutton Foster and uh, Hugh Jackman. I almost said Hugh Grant. No, not Hugh (laughs) Hugh Jackman. I can't wait for that. I think that, I mean, I love the music man. It's my, well, Lame is my favorite music man. It's my like second favorite. Which one is your favorite? Les Mis. Les Mis, yeah. Such a good show. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, and it was the first, uh, outside of The Little Mermaid, uh, Les Mis was the first music I ever really fell in love with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was kind of obsessed with it in high school. <laughs> so, <laughs> such a good score. I love Les Mis. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like one of those foundation you know, pieces for me. And then my sister was in the music band in, uh, was she played, she got to play Marion in her, her school. And, uh, so I think it adds the different layer, especially because right. know, of that. Yeah, but I just love the that's whole story. Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's a gold Dream mine. Cast. I feel like that's a gold mine for them. Gold oh, mine. Yeah. Cast. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so <laughs> that would be fun. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Thank it's always a delight. On again, and for always <laughs> supporting my career. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so much fun. Uh, and if people want to follow you on social media, all that fun stuff, how can they do that? So I think I'm on, uh, I'm on Instagram as Nina Weinman Swift, which is my husband, my married name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm uh, N-I-B-W-E on Twitter. Great. We'll have that in the description and y'all can make sure to follow Nina and uh, we'll have to have you back on soon so that you can be back as number one. <laughs> Hopefully there will be more to talk about soon. <laughs> yes. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast, a Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. 
And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That helps us so much during this holiday season for people to find the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group where you can participate in watch alongs with great people like Nina. So please check that out. And we have the merch store where we have uh, holiday themed merch uh, designs available. So check that out. We'd really appreciate it. There's a sale going on right now. So perfect time to get all your holiday gifts uh, right now. And uh, thanks so much, Nina. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Merry Christmas.